There is nothing worse than untapped potential. If you know that you're made for more, this is the place. I know that every successful person I've ever met has one thing in common. They do not let themselves fall victim to their circumstances. They figure out a way to rise above it. So join me on this journey where I help you to be better, do better, and have better in life and in business. If you're feeling stuck and you're needing some practical tools, some hope to get you to that better life, this is definitely the place for you. everybody. Welcome to the Unstuck Podcast. And today I get a chance to have an amazing, enlightening conversation with my new friend, Victoria Shaw. You guys, she is an intuitive healer, um, therapist, coach, all kinds of cool hats that you wear, my friend. You're going to do a way better job at um, describing all of your gifts than I can because it would take me all day, I think. But I've been following along your journey for a while now. You have an amazing podcast. You are doing so many cool things. And I can't wait for everybody to get a chance to hear from you, learn from you, and be inspired by you. So welcome. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited for our conversation today. Me too. Okay. So I want you to give us a snapshot of who Victoria Shaw is right now today. Who are you serving? How are you helping? What are you most proud of these days? So, wow. I love that question. I love the way that you phrase it. So who's Victoria Shaw? I am someone who likes to have a lot of fun connecting with people, supporting people, and just kind of spreading my own joy, love, and light with others so that they can uh, tune into their own and shine as brightly as you know their soul wants them to shine in their lives. And you know, I don't usually use the word healer. You use the word healer, but I do think we're all on a healing and growing journey. Um, And so I support people with that too, but really, you know, my special sauce is my intuition. So Mm -hmm. years ago I discovered there, there was this thing called intuition and people kept telling me Mm -hmm. that I had it. And it took me a while to sort of tune in and listen and understand what that was. But as soon as I made that commitment to connect with my intuitive knowing my inner wisdom Mm -hmm. and really everything about my life changed. And so I like to help people, other people do that as well. Yeah. And I think of intuition. Yeah. And I think of intuition is like that little still calm voice that we all have within us that connects us to our higher selves. So it's like your spiritual GPS system. And when you can plug into that, that's when you start living the life that your soul wants you to, to live. Absolutely. And you know, it's interesting because you can get that soul connection in so many different people doctrines that you follow. Even in the Bible, it mentions that we have mind, body, and soul. And our soul is the connection, is the thing that drives our intuition. If we're willing to slow down and and tune into it, it can guide us. It's our true self. It's our higher self, just like you said. And I am really fascinated to hear from you on how we can tap into that. And I have to just ask you, like, how did you ever get into this line of work? What did you have going on in your life that led you to this place? That's a great question. So I was originally trained as a research psychologist. So I studied the mind and the brain and consciousness and how people think and reason, how our memories work. Um, And that was a passion of mine. I was passionate to understand like how people understand the world and how Mm -hmm. we interface with the world. And even those big questions like what is consciousness and, and, you know, what is life? And what happened is on my journey to become an academic psychologist, 
the further along I went, the more I lost touch with those big questions. And, you know, I realize now that it was my spirit that was driving it and mm -hmm. psychology up until now, I mean, it used to be, but it isn't anymore, is the spirit is not part of the equation when we study the mind. And yeah. so lacking that broader perspective, you know, I wasn't able to really address and answer the questions that my soul wanted me to address and answer. Yeah. So I didn't know this at the time. I just knew that the passion was gone and I took some time off to raise my family and um, to be a mom, which was a wonderful thing and do some writing. And it was on my parenting journey where I really realized, first of all, I think this is for a lot of people and it definitely was for me. And it's a lot of my clients as well where that parenting journey often brings up for us some of our own sort of wounding and issues, you know, with our own childhood experiences. And it can really ping on, you know, where your inner child is still uh, hurting a little bit. Yeah. And so yeah. the parenting journey can be a great healing journey for us. And that's, that's how it was for me. So, you know, my kids were yeah. struggling in different ways and I started being introduced to, um, and then in the process, I started being introduced to different alternative healing modalities. And I had a, a yeah. wacky pediatrician that would send me to energy healers and acupuncturists. Yeah. I mean, there's, you know, and intuitives. And they all kept saying, Victoria, 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 you're intuitive. What are you going to do about this? Mm -hmm. And I kept having that feeling, right, that there was something else I was supposed to be doing. I wanted to reignite, you yeah. know, and reconnect with my passion. And finally, I started listening yeah. and it all came together. So that was a long-winded answer to your question. So for me, it was I my struggles. It. Yeah, struggles as a parent. And just, you know, again, when we set an intention, we don't realize it. But when you set an intention, like, what, what am I going to do with my life? Where is my calling? Where is my purpose? Mm -hmm. But when yeah. you set that intention, life will show you. And it's just a matter of showing up and, and being aware. And that's what happened with me. Life showed me. I kept getting, you know, introduced to the right people, shown the right things. And then when I finally mm -hmm. started to get out of the way and listen, everything unfolded pretty darn easily. Yeah. That's amazing. And I think one of the things I wanted to recognize in your story, right, is that you had this career path right? Yes. You were a clinical psychologist, right? Is that, is that what? Research psychologist. So Research I wasn't, I wasn't, so, a, yeah. So basically very, very, very science minded though, right? Yeah. And that was the career path that you had for yourself. And then you had to kind of step away and follow this different journey. And I think that's sometimes really scary for people. Did you ever yeah. feel like that was something that just like, oh, like, or did, as you started to kind of tune into your intuition, it got more comfortable to take those leaps and those risks and, and go different directions? Well, the first step to leave academia, like was gradual. Like I just knew towards the end of the PhD program that I didn't love doing research. And the, my program was all about research. I still loved the big questions, but I didn't like the day to day of what I was doing. And my husband was a physicist. I mean, he wasn't my husband at the time, but <laughs> the yeah. person I was going to marry. Yeah. Was, and he was also having feelings about leaving academia. So we kind of were in that together. And I, you know, I got as far as a postdoc, sort of knowing that I wasn't sure. And the postdoc was miserable. Yeah. And the person I worked for was awful. And it was a yeah. terrible experience. And sometimes we need those really like hard experiences. Yeah. Yeah. Where you're like, okay, fine, you know, the mold is broken. Yep. Now I got to figure something else out. So it was a period Absolutely. of years. And again, I always knew I wanted to be a mom. And I always, so that, that was, you know, a convenient, you know, thing to do. And, and it worked out perfectly. Yeah. 
Yeah. But yeah. There was, there was that period of sort of everything had to fall apart to, to build something new. And I think a lot of people have that experience. Was it hard for me to take the leap once I put, you know, that career away? Not so mm-hmm. much. There was just a period of time where I'm like, this is the thing. Oh, that's the thing. And none of them were the thing, you know, but that's normal. You know, eventually I found the one that stuck. That's, that's amazing. And one of the things that I wanted to recognize in your, you know, story is that you guys, sometimes if you're looking for the lesson, if you're looking for the gift in it, you're going to start seeing the breadcrumbs, even in what seems like a messy like icky yes. experience. Right. And so I literally, I had an experience. I don't, I've never talked about this on this podcast, um, ever publicly, but I had an experience with a colleague of mine in anesthesia several years ago. And it was so bad that in one, in one instance, this person was so disrespectful to me in the operating room that the entire operating room staff had to leave the room because they couldn't listen to it anymore. It was that uncomfortable but nothing could be done about it. I was kind of just stuck. And I decided that the only thing that I could do at this moment was to leave and go to a different place because that was going to be the best thing for me at the time is I couldn't change this person and I couldn't fix it in the system. So I need to just go and find something else. And I thank this person literally every week for giving me the reason to go where I'm at now, because that's exactly where I was meant to be. And so there are clues, you guys, you just have to be willing to open up yourself and look for them. And I love that. That's what you said. And it's so interesting, Victoria, I'm going to tell you what a nerd I am. So I literally got back from the beach last week and I chose to, you know, read Caroline Leaf's book, (laughs) which I'm sure you probably read or maybe have heard of it, but it's very sciencey but she also brings in spirit into it. So she's a, she's the one who coined neuroplasticity and how our brain oh, works and all the Okay. I've heard of that. <laughs> yeah. So um, super, super like brainy and fun is that way, but also like bringing in the spiritual aspect of it. And it was so amazing because sometimes it's hard for us science people to start to embrace the things that we don't understand and that are hard to see. Yeah. Right. And sometimes I think that can lead to us not trusting our intuition because it's something that isn't quite black and white in front of us either. Yeah, absolutely. And for me, you know, I think I'm sort of a faker as a scientist. I think that when I was in my flow, (laughs) and I think that's true for a lot of us, but when I was really in my flow and when I was really doing the things that got me to, you know, the place where I can say like, you know, I have a PhD from an Ivy League, I was... I was, I was faking the, the left brain part. Really, I was always using my intuition. I was always drawing on yeah. that. And that was always where the gold was for me. I just didn't know it. And so yeah. for me, when I learned about this thing called intuition, I learned about all this other stuff. It was like a huge awakening because I look back and I go, oh, that's what I was doing the whole time. And that's why all these yeah. things were difficult and uncomfortable mm-hmm. for me because yeah. I didn't need to be doing those things. These things were like distractions. Yeah. I was just trying to like do what I, I, you know, act like everyone else wanted me to be, but that wasn't where the yeah. the joy was at all. Does that make sense? Yeah. It totally makes sense. And I want to really unpack 
the ways that you help other people start to recognize and follow their own intuition. And, but first I want to tell everybody about this really fun upcoming course that I, that I want you guys all to check out. It's one of my favorite pieces of work that I've done because I want to give people that purpose and get back to balance. So you guys check this out and then Victoria and I are going to start back up with this conversation in just a couple seconds. And you're going to give us all of the tips that we need to tap into our own intuition, girlfriend. Does that sound good? Yes, ma'am. Hey, Lachelle Weemy here, and I got to ask you, are you feeling like you're always on your freaking phone and you're trying to run your business, your family's complaining about you always being on your phone, you feel like you're winging it constantly, and all you want to do is have a strategy that lets you be 100% authentic and you are literally attracting the right people to you? Oh my goodness, that was me too. And I had to figure out a system that would make that work. I, I totally nailed it. I have a program all designed to help you do that too, including a chance to spend the entire day with me so I can help you write copy that attracts people and you will literally be done for an entire year. If that sounds like it's something that you need, we totally need to talk. Go ahead and click this link and let's get started. Okay, Victoria, let's get back into this conversation because I want to basically have you take us down this journey of how we can trust our intuition because I know I say trust very deliberately because I know that we all have it, but I oftentimes don't trust myself enough to listen to it. Therefore, I don't act on it. And therefore, I'm I'm misaligned with where I'm supposed to be or where my spirit wants me to be. So, girlfriend, give us all the secrets. (laughs) All right. I love that question. And, you know, first of all, cut yourself a break because we live in a world up until now that values the mind, that values logical thinking, that values... Mm -hmm everything other than intuition. And we live in a world that often, you know, tells us like, you know, and many of us had these experiences as children, right? Where you knew something and you didn't know how you knew it, but you knew it in your bones. That's your intuition. And someone looked at you and said, you can't know that. How do you know that? What's your evidence for that? Like, and it's shut it down. And so we all had these experiences because everyone is born intuitive. Like we are all spirits in human form or having a human experience. We all have that connection. There's not a human on earth that has not had that experience one time where they knew something and they didn't know how they knew it and they were correct. Okay. Mm -hmm. Nobody. We've all had them. Oftentimes many of them, but at some point, you know, especially in childhood, it gets shut down. Mm-hmm. So cut yourself a break first and foremost, if you're not in the habit of listening to it, because nothing in the world, you know, is telling you that you should be listening to it except for me and Lachelle and, and lots of people know, <laughs> but, but a lot of us have had, you know, this, ha- we haven't been supported up until now to do that. And I do think things are changing yeah. and they're changing rapidly, which is amazing. And then it's really about, you know, first of all, setting intention. When we set the intention to do anything, it's like we stream all of our energy in that direction and the world will show up for you and it will show you. So if you just set the intention, like, Hey, I'd like to connect with my intuition. I promise you the opportunities will arise. The people will show up to help you. You know, you'll see, you'll find a book that speaks to you. You'll see something on social media that, you know, makes Mm -hmm. the little light bulb go up over your head. Mm -hmm. Uh, You'll start to hear it more because you tuned into it and you set the intention. So that's really the first step. And it seems really simple and it is really simple, but it's really important. So let me ask you this question because Uh I think that this will be in alignment with what you, what you're saying. Do you find that when you are vibrating at a higher frequency, that it's easier for you to tap into your own intuition? 
Yes, of course. Or do you, you know, find we're all and the reason beings. I ask this? Yeah, no, it's true. So I, yeah. I, I ask this because I think that there are times where we are perceiving that we're stuck, right? right? And again, like the whole point of this podcast is to give people hope and practical solutions to get unstuck. And when we feel stuck, it's that it's a place we don't want to be, right? We, we want to get out of where we're at now, right? But I think sometimes when we are in that stuckness and we are wanting better, but we don't have it, we vibrate at a lower frequency and we catastrophize things that are around us and everything seems more grim than it is. And it seems harder than it is sometimes because that's our perception and, and we're just vibrating lower and it's harder to shut off our brain and it's harder to listen to our gut when we're doing that. Do you find that this, that's, that's true in, in the work that you do? Absolutely. When you're in the flow, when your mind is still, when you're at peace, it's easier to hear your, in, in, in your, excuse me, it's easier to hear your intuition. Yeah. There are times when people are completely overwhelmed. They're completely shut down. Life is just whacked them in mm -hmm. the gut. And they're just like, yep. I give up. I'm ready for anything. That's another time that we yep. often hear our intuition, but the former oh, yeah. is more pleasant than the latter, but it works both ways. Right. Yeah. But I would also yeah. say around getting stuck because that's so important. You know, what happens sometimes when someone perceives that they're stuck, is what they're really doing mm -hmm. is they're perseverating on the perceived obstacle, right? And they're yes. just focusing all their energy and attention on whatever they think is wrong. And that feeling of right. being stuck is a great, it's a great feedback. Like there are things in our life that flow and there's things in our life that don't flow and noticing where we're not in the flow is helpful information. But what most of us do is sort of double down and we make it our story. Like I'm stuck, I can't move forward, I'm so miserable. Mm -hmm. And we sort of marinate in the oh energy gosh. of that, which we would like to release. Right. And so a lot, right? You get it? I've been there. Last summer was my summer of that marination. I will tell yeah. you right now, you guys, that I was struggling busting last summer. And the more yeah. that I focused on I'm stuck, the more I felt stuck. Yeah. And the more I focused on things that were, I felt were holding me back and making me stuck, like fear, yes. the more fear showed up in my life. Yeah, so, exactly. 100%. And so those feelings like feeling stuck, it's great. It's feedback. It's your soul telling you something mm -hmm. doesn't feel right. And so be really yeah. kind to yourself, flow some energy and yeah. love into that experience. Know that there are times in life when things flow and there are times in life where, you know, the river gets a little bit more like muddy and, and that's life. Mm -hmm. and, and there's one is not necessarily better than the other. It's how you handle yourself when you feel stuck. But if you're in that river and you're like, it's muddy and I'm not going anywhere and I don't have the right tools and there's a rainstorm yeah. and like life sucks and that's okay. <laughs> be kind to yourself. If you feel that way, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. You know, you're going to be more miserable if you just say, ah, you know, it's, you know, it's a muddy day and I'm not moving. Let me maybe like lie back a little bit and breathe or enjoy the sunshine. Mm -hmm. Or if there's a lot of mosquitoes and it's stinky and you're miserable, like, you know, yeah. imagine that I'm somewhere else. <laughs> you know, these are all okay yeah. things to do. Imagine that, you know, I can hear the birds singing right now and I can feel the movement right now. And then things yeah. will start moving again. And sometimes too, we perseverate on a particular obstacle. Like we get an idea that I have to move forward mm -hmm. and I have to move forward in this particular way. And that if what ABC doesn't change, I, I'm stuck. When you do that, when you get into that headspace, what's really important is to surrender. And to recognize there's always a way through every obstacle and every obstacle is here to serve. 
And if you can just allow that obstacle to be there, but recognize nothing can block you from your truth. Nothing can block you from your flow. Nothing can ultimately block you from doing what you are here to do on the highest level. Yeah. Yeah. And that everything that seems like it's blocking you is just an illusion. Then you'll start to find flow again. And sometimes those things that seem like obstacles aren't obstacles at all. And sometimes there's a way around them. And sometimes there's a way through them. And sometimes they just go poof. But if you tune back into your flow, if you tune back into your intuition, if you Mm -hmm. tune back into that deeper knowing that there's always a way through and there's Mm -hmm. always a way home, life will show you your next steps. And you know, that analogy that you just gave me reminds me, and I think that this is, there's, there's some power in you guys in remembering where you were so that you can help yourself get out of there or I can take my icky experience and help you guys. But I remember being in this space last summer and I really did feel stuck. And then there was like this revelation. Again, I think it was my intuition that was reminding me that Lachelle, this is just a big fun game. Life is just a big fun game. You don't have to take it so stinking seriously. And so I almost imagined it like being American Ninja Warrior, right? And there's going to be obstacles in front of me and I have to, you know, pull myself up on the ropes and I have to do all these things. Those are my obstacles. But am I looking at them like a curiosity and a fun and an adventure? Or am I going to look at it like, oh, there's this, this rope that I have to get through, right? And so I think that when we can try to just lighten up the situation and remember that this is an adventure, this is an obstacle. I'm going to get through this one. And then thinking about, I almost think about this as our intuition is like the guy who is, you know, in our earbuds saying, okay, now move to the right, move to the left. You can do this, you know, go this way. And they're going to help you get to where you want to go even faster. And you're going to have fun with it. And, and all the things, if you're willing to listen to the little guy in your headphones, right? Absolutely. And the little guy in the headphone will tell you too, which obstacle is worth climbing and which one is mm. worth walking around, right? Because sometimes we don't, yeah. we don't have to like do everything the hard way, right? right? The little voice will tell you, do I feel stuck? Cause I'm in a resting phase. Do I feel stuck because I'm going the wrong way or do I feel stuck because like, you know, there's a big hurdle above me and I know I got to do it, but I'm just gearing up the energy to, you know, make the leap. Right. So our intuition, our brain will try to figure all this out and just create noise. But our intuition will hone in and give us the answer and the steps moving forward. And my guidance also says with intuition and oh, go ahead. No, no, no. I want to hear that. I want to hear this. With intuition, what I think sometimes confuses or frustrates people is unlike your mind, intuition will give you one little step at a time. It won't give you necessarily the whole picture because that picture is always changing. And so your intuition will tell you like, what is the next best step? Sometimes it'll give you a little further ahead, but sometimes it won't. And the mind wants to have everything figured out from now until eternity. And that's a sweet little thing that the mind likes to do, but it's actually irrelevant because the only constant is change. Your mind can't know that, right? So when we agree to connect with our intuition, we also have to agree, you know, to kind of follow those little breadcrumbs and whisperings and you might not get all the answers. You might just take a leap in a certain direction because it feels ever so good and you figure out why you went that way later on. Yes, absolutely. And for me, you know, this is, I think we all come from different paradigms. For me, my intuition is the way that I feel God is speaking to me and guiding me. And it's different for everybody. That's, that's my truth for me. 
but you know, one of the things that, that I'm noticing is that I feel very strongly that just like you said, it's just one little step. What do you want me to do today? And then tomorrow I just need to say, what do you want me to do today? (laughs) And then the next day I say the same thing. Right. And before I know it, I'm up this mountain. That's beautiful. But if he showed me the entire journey up that mountain, I'd be overwhelmed and I'd be scared and I would be tired before I even started. And so there's a reason why our intuition gives us one step at a time. I truly believe that is for our best interest. And I got to ask you, Victoria, like, what do you think would help us when we don't trust ourselves, right? Like, let's just say that our gut, our intuition, the small voice inside of us telling us something, but we're like, no, that, that can't be right. Cause that's too scary. Or no, that can't be right because that's way out of my wheelhouse or no, that can't be right because whatever. Do you feel that the little messages will continue to find a way to get your attention in other ways. It'll get louder in other ways. Like, tell me about your perspective on that. Yeah. So your soul never gives up on you. Spirit never gives up on you. You will keep getting those nudges. They will not go away. And one of my favorite ways of knowing my intuition is working is those times when I don't listen. And then I'm like, oh, dang, I should have listened to that. (laughs) Right. That's validation that that was your intuition because you got some feedback. Right. That's how we actually learn to listen to it. So don't beat yourself up. If you have those moments, those moments are golden. That's where you're starting to tune into like what your intuition actually feels like. So, you know, yeah. And then you have to just set that intention to listen to it. And again, it's trial and error friends, because we haven't been, most of us have been sort of disenfranchised from that inner voice and we haven't been taught to listen to it. We haven't been taught to trust it and we haven't been supported in connecting with it. So go gentle on yourself, be kind. But again, everyone that's listening to this uh, podcast has had an experience where they knew something full on and they either did it or they didn't do it, you know, or followed it or not, but it was a hundred percent correct. And so tune into those moments, start journaling on those moments, feeling into that. That'll give you feedback on how your intuition is working for you. And then, you know, you'll get in the habit of listening to it even more and more. And once you get into the habit, intuition is the gift that keeps on giving your intuition will show you how to develop your intuition even more because that's what it's here to do. Yeah. I remember something once that I heard was they said, start with something really small and you build up your belief muscles and yourself and your own like antennas. Right. So you could go as, as simple as saying like, I am going to get this most amazing parking spot today at the grocery store. Right. And I'm just going to have a feeling about where to park and, and then it happens. And then you're like, okay, like, all right, this worked. And you remember how that felt. And then you try, you know, just a little bit bigger steps, bigger impact, bigger, bigger risks so that you start to believe in yourself. And, and I think that in my own mind, I, I used to, I say that I'm recovering because it's a, ING because I have not recovered, (laughs) um, all or nothing thinker, black or white thinker. Right. And I think that I always felt like if I missed the sign that I missed it forever. Mm -mm. And what I am learning is that if it's meant to be, if it's the path I'm supposed to be on, little things are going to continue to show up in my gut that are going to get louder and louder until I pay attention. And so just remember guys that if it's meant to be for you, you didn't miss it. It it wasn't a one and done. It it wasn't something that you screwed up and, and there's no reconciliation. And so 
I think that that's brilliant that you can learn from your, your missteps, but also like recognizing that, Hey, don't be so hard on yourself. Like if it's meant to be, it'll, it'll come, but you, if you recognize it faster, it's going to show up faster. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And as we get in the habit of listening to it, there's fewer missteps, you know, um, for sure. And we just take the most direct route to wherever, you know, our soul wants us to go. But all the missteps are important steps too. Every step you take in your body is the right step if you've taken it. And then it's just a matter of tuning back in and saying, all right, I'm here now. What's next? And, you know, sometimes you want to look back and go, God, I should have gone left and I went right. And that's okay just for feedback, for information. Um, But if you went right, then that's what you should have done anyway, right? And next time you'll listen deeper and you might save yourself a couple of steps that were a little bit out of the way. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I I love that. That is so just inspiring. Yeah, keep going. Yay. And I think the other thing that blocks- I cut you off, go ahead. No, you're good. Uh, The other thing that blocks intuition, you brought this up before, is fear. And you know, right now our world runs on fear. It doesn't have to, but that seems to be the main currency. Right. Um, And so the more we can just release ourselves from that fearful thinking, fearful, you know, then we're going to get more in the flow. And sometimes you're just recognizing when you're in that fearful scarcity kind of mindset. And when you find yourself afraid, it doesn't mean that you have to pretend like you're not. Because again, fear is just, it's part of life, but it's more a matter of being kind Mm -hmm. to yourself, treating yourself like a very sweet little child, a very child that you love to death and not to death, but that you love a lot. Right. And, you know, just being kind to to yourself, (laughs) kind to that child. Right. And say like, of course you'd be afraid right now. How can I help you with that? How can I help you feel into that? And then again, as you start to relax into wherever you're at, you'll hear your guidance again. Right. And fear will also tell us. Do you ever us, find that? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Fear will also tell us what? No, no, you, I want to no, hear you what go, you were going to say. I don't remember. Go ask me your question. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> You're good. No, I was just going to ask you if you've ever noticed, if you've ever found where you've followed your intuition and you're really solidly secure in your decision, but it didn't turn out the way that you thought it was going to. I, I bring this up because there's this example that my husband and I, he still teases me about this, but I okay. was looking at this fridge and dishwasher that was like on Craigslist a few years ago. And the guy said, it didn't work, but here are the parts. I've taken it to this appliance place. Like we're good. And so I spent whatever $500 on this because I really thought like in my gut, like I need to buy this. And okay. we never did get the damn things to work. And my <laughs> husband still teases me about it, but I'm like, you know what? Here's the deal. Like, I don't know why I needed to buy this. Maybe it was that he needed this money more than I did. Maybe. I don't know. But I trust that I made the right decision because I felt very strongly that this is what I need to do. So he still teases me, but I'm like, I don't, I don't care what you say because I still believe that that was what I was supposed you to do. You brought up so Am many good things. Crazy? <laughs> no, you brought up so many good things with that question. Number one, yes, sometimes our mind has a plan and spirit has a higher plan. And sometimes we follow those nudges and we don't know right away like how they serve or if they serve. And part of agreeing to cooperate yeah. your intuition with your intuition and your higher self means you don't get the whole plan. And so, you know, your judgment of what's good and bad, you yeah. kind of got to let that go. Okay. That's number one. Number two is sometimes we think something is intuition 
and it's something else because we all are picking up energy on all sorts of levels. So if you have this warm, mm. kind and loving heart and you really want to make it work for this guy, right? Or you have a really strong belief, mm-hmm. God, I would love to have the magic to make that thing work. That can sometimes look like intuition when it's not. And that's okay too, because we learn yeah. from this. Um, in your case, I think you feel yeah. like that's what you were meant to do and you're happy you did it and you're good with it. And so I would say that that was definitely your intuition, but it's not always, you know, a lot of times when we listen to our intuition, I'd say most times it brings us to a place where our mind is also a little more content, right? But sometimes there's like a period of time mm-hmm. too, when your mind is like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, this is terrible. And then you get through that <laughs> tunnel and you're like, oh, that was fun. <laughs> like Now I understand. Now I'm up here and everything makes sense, right? Yeah. And so it's yeah. not for your mind yeah. to judge what's good or bad, right or wrong. As we learn to surrender to our intuition, we yeah. all mostly find the road is easier. But sometimes, you know, yeah. we feel like we've been led astray when we haven't. Does that answer the question? Yeah. And I do yeah. believe, yeah. And I do believe you guys that sometimes I'm, my intuition is telling me to do something and it didn't turn out the way I thought it was going to, but I learned this really powerful lesson in it. Yeah. And that's the gift that was come out of it. Not the outcome that I thought it was going to bring. And so just remember that you, it's really hard, but you have to let go of the outcome. And just like Victoria said, just like step into that moment that you're supposed to have without the expectation of the outcome and be ready to receive the gift that it's going to give you. Sometimes it's better than you could have ever imagined. Sometimes it's like, holy crap, what the heck was that? And sometimes it's like, oh my gosh, that was so easy. But yeah, you, you have to give it a try, I guess, right? Absolutely. And by the way, intuition is not always about what you're going to do or not do. It's not always about action. Intuition can be you tuning Mm. in and and meditating on, okay, so why did I do this? And and what am I learning from this? And what are my next steps moving forward from this? Right? That's that's how I like to use intuition. Most people that come to me are experiencing something in their lives. And what I do is I help them feel into what they're learning from it where their spirit wants them to grow through it. And then also like how to get on a path that's easier, that's lighter, that's more joyful, because that's where we're all going as a, you know, species as, as humans and as a planet. And also that's where your soul ultimately wants you to reside. But, you know, here on this human plane, it's not always easy going. And so intuition is, it helps you with everything. It helps you find joy, peace, and understanding and wisdom at every step of the journey you just have to ask. Yeah, I love that. Oh my gosh. Victoria, you've been such a gift. Is there anything that you didn't get a chance to cover before we wrap up our conversation? Because I want to make sure that I give you the platform that you deserve to, to Absolutely. share. So the only other thing that comes through for people listening, first of all, you're already intuitive. And again, just as you start to tune into it, to look at it, to make it a thing in your life, you'll see it happening everywhere and you'll see it happening for you. And you know, the magic of when I work with people and I've been doing this now for um, over 10 years and you know, sometimes people take a class, activate your intuition. I have an online class, right? Or a Mm -hmm. workshop with me, or I used to do a book group and you know, all sorts of, or they'll just work with me on a, you know, they're, they're leaving their husband and they need support or they don't know how to manage their child or any of those things. Yeah. I have yet to have a client that does not leave 
a relationship with me or someone like me without a deeper connection with their inner wisdom. Because when we vibe on this level, when we set that intention, when we learn to let go of what is not speaking to us in a helpful way and tune in to the light and love of our soul, we are strengthening that connection mm-hmm. to our intuition and so much more. And so that's what I like to do in my work. I'm guessing that's what you like to do in your work. And again, intuition's working for you all the time. Just, you know, surrender to it, open up and let your soul shine. I cannot wait for people to get a chance to check out the show notes and see all the ways that you can follow or work with Victoria. You are just a gift to all of us listening today. And I like to basically wrap up all of my interviews with giving you the opportunity to have the audience think of one question that will help them move from where they are now to where they want to go. Oh, that's a really good. Okay. Let me see what wants to come through on that. So one question. So a question that people can ask themselves. Yep. Okay. Yep. One question that will help people move. Ah, so what comes through is what are your dreams and what's working for you now? Okay. Because oftentimes when we have a dream, when we have a feeling, when we have something that we feel like, you know, ah, makes our soul sing, we focus on all the, all the reasons why we can't, all the reasons why it's not. And so it's a twofold question. One, it's really tuning in from that deep place. What are your dreams? Because sometimes our brain tells us what yep. our dreams are. And that has nothing to do with what you're, you really want and what will really bring you joy and what your soul yeah. is here to do and express. So number one is, you know, what are my dreams? And then where is yeah. it already flowing in my life? And you will always see places, even if it's really, really tiny. And it might not be really yes. tiny, but sometimes it is where it's already flowing and where it's already happening for you. And so, you know, feel your energy into that. Oh, I love that so much. You guys, thank you so much for tuning in today. Victoria, thank you for the insightful conversation. I am so grateful to have you in my life. And you guys have the most amazing, amazing, uplifting day. Bye, everyone. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening to the Untucked Podcast. I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you. And don't forget to check out the show notes if you want to get into my private club, The Better Club, to be able to learn better ways to be better, do better, and have better. So until next time, keep showing up. Let's get unstuck together. Have a great day.